Hello, and welcome to another episode of Intelligence for Your Life, the podcast. I'm Gib Gerard. Our guest this week is none other than Holly Parker. She's the author of the new book, Back on the Market. We are going to talk all about how to, uh, well, basically, it's all the lessons she's learned as a New York real estate tycoon, just as a, you know, she's one of the the, the most... Uh, uh, successful real estate agents in a very competitive real estate market that is New York. And all of the lessons that she learned in how to sell your home in a competitive real estate environment, she applies to how to change your life and how to sell yourself in your love life. So how to get yourself back on the market, how to evaluate yourself the way that a realtor evaluates a home, uh, and how to you know spruce up the joint, so to speak. So uh, it's a very powerful metaphor, and she does a very good job of of taking us through exactly how we can we can help ourselves, how we can fix ourselves. Uh, we are also going to get two quick pieces of intelligence, but first, before any of that, a quick word from our sponsors, including. Rocket Mortgage, this part of Intelligence for Life, the podcast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need an expert to help navigate the home loan process, Rocket can. All right, here we go with two quick pieces of intelligence. Uh, first up, why do people love snub-nosed dog breeds with smushed faces? You know, pugs, Boston Terriers, boxers. It's because dogs like that are the most likely to look directly into the human eye. This is according to a new canine behavior study in the journal Scientific Reports. And that's the eye con- it's, it's that eye contact that helps animals and humans create love, the loving bonds. The study found that eye contact can enhance communication, cooperation, and the relationship between a dog and its owner because levels of oxytocin, the bonding hormone, rise for humans and dogs when they make and hold eye contact. Now, any dog can be trained to make eye contact, but when it comes to dogs with smushed faces, their eyes are structured differently for, uh, from those of other dogs. They actually have more cells in their eyes that are responsible for processing visual information. That means they can more easily focus on what's right in front of them. And as you might imagine, pet shelters, the dogs that make eye contact with humans are usually the first to be adopted. Here's some more. Uh, that's so, yeah, I like smashed face, uh, smashed face dogs. I think Boston Terriers and French Bulldogs are the cutest, so I totally get that. Okay, here's a little bit more. Uh, here's a powerful piece of research about gardening. A recent study of over 6,000 people by the University of Virginia found that frequent gardening has tons of health benefits. For example, 30 minutes of gardening can burn as many calories as a gym workout. It doesn't feel as strenuous as going to the gym, but it does take similar amounts of energy. And regular gardening creates better mobility. This makes a lot of sense. You're getting down on the ground, kneeling, bending, twisting. It's like a Pilates class. Research from UC San Diego found that older folks who spent the most time gardening were a full 40% less likely to experience a loss of mobility over the course of the study. Okay, there's one more. A study by the UK's Royal Horticulture Society found adding just a few plants to a windowsill or a bare patch of dirt tends to make people feel happier and more relaxed. The study found that putting plants on the windowsill has the same impact as practicing daily mindfulness sessions. So there you go. Two quick pieces of intelligence. We like snub-nosed dogs, and gardening is good for us. So here we go. Without further ado, my interview with Holly Parker. Holly Parker, uh, top real estate agent in, uh, in, in New York City, and uh, most importantly, author of the new book, Back on the Market, A Realtor's Guide to Love and Life. Thank you so much for being a part of this with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. So your book uh, is pretty incredible. Uh, just in you know going through some of the stuff that was sent over to me, the, I, I love the central premise, which is this metaphor of using the lessons that you learned in real estate, uh, in a very competitive real estate market, to apply to how to 
improve your position in life in general, but in your love life specifically. So I just I, I love that premise. But uh, make it make sense for us. Like, how do you how do you be how did you learn to use those principles and begin to see them as as principles that can be used for for the individual, not just for you know a piece of property? Oh gosh, you know I've been in real estate for twenty six years now, and they, they really came forth to me right away in explaining how this dance of attraction works. And, you know, even as a little girl reading all the fairy tales, you know, the prince shows up on a horse and he takes the princess away to her castle. Mm -hmm. So love and real estate have always gone hand in hand. (laughs) And especially when it comes to rebranding, right? So, so, when you're back on the market, when you are re-pivoting your life, or if you unfortunately become single, there's series of steps where I would give to a seller when they say, what do I have to do to get ready to sell? Hmm. And the first thing we look at is the foundation, right? The foundation is your mind. You got to figure out, you got to get back to you. So for me, it was going to a therapist, doing yoga, meditating, that sort of thing. And once you get the foundation all squared away, then you got to start taking that stuff out of your life that isn't useful anymore. You got to remove that junk because nobody wants to see a home. Nobody wants to see anybody else's, you know, bulges, right? It's not attractive. Right, right. So you got to remove what isn't serving you anymore. And then we get into staging, right? You got to fix those warping floorboards, those, you know, unkempt bushes, everything, those too long, dirty couches, get rid of them, get rid of them and really streamline. And when we do that and we put a fresh coat of paint and we bring in the candles and we bring in the trees and the flowers and the lighting. People are like, owners come home and they're like, is this my apartment? Right, right, right. Like, oh my God, I don't think I'm moving. Right. You stage it so well. I mean, we, we sold a house not too long ago and it was the same thing. It was like, uh, you, you, you look at your house, you go, oh my gosh, I want to live here. Why am I selling this thing? It, it's, it's too good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And did your, did, your, did your realtor make you stage? Uh, we, we self-staged, but, but she worked us through like exactly, it was ex- almost everything you just said. So the first thing you want to do is you got to make sure that the, everything that, that you see from the front of the house is clean. And then that there's no, like our garage was full of junk because we took everything that was extra in our house that would just added clutter and we put it in the garage. And it was, it was amazing how clean and, and, um, how nice the house looked with that. I mean, it was, it was really impressive. So um, it almost th- looks like and feels like a different property, right, right? Right. And and by the way, you know, it made me really think about. I mean, this is again, we're st- this is just real estate right now, but it made me think about like, gosh, how much stuff am I carrying around from apartment to house to house to apartment to house, like that I really don't use, don't need, and it's just clutter that 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 deals that messes right. with my mental health. Like we just we're we 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 click on these online ads and we buy all kinds of stuff, and then we look around and our house is full of this stuff. And uh, we don't need half of it. Um, it's, exactly. It, it's wild. And so, 
So apply that to dating, right? How much emotional baggage are mm. we all carrying around that we don't need anymore? Right. How many relationships with others are we carrying around that aren't serving us anymore? That mm -hmm. are really just kind of taking us away from ourselves. So like any area you can really equate to real estate. Like mm -hmm. if your agent, when she was, I, I assume it was a she. Was it a she or it was, was it, it a was, she? Yeah. Yeah. A she. And so when she's showing your property and people called up and said, hey, I want to see this property at, at, at one o'clock. In New York, the sun, when the sun hits your property, that is the best time to see it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if it's one thirty and people ask for one, we always try and say, you know what? I can do one thirty. Can you come at one thirty? Right. <laughs> because you really want the optimal lighting, right? Because when there is sun streaming through the windows of a property, it's almost transformative, right? Mm -hmm. So again, let's apply that to dating and love. When someone's lights are on, when they are connected to themselves mm. and they are radiating energy from within, and we all have seen it. Hopefully we've We've felt it ourselves many, many times, mm -hmm. but, you know, it's easy to identify in others. When you see it, you think, I want to be around this person. That's where the word, like, that person was infectious. Why right. were they infectious? Because they're connected to their property. They're connected to themselves and their lights are on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, kind of interesting. And you see that, like, look, so, so to, we're talking about, you know, it's important to remember what you're you're talking about is the emotional baggage, the emotional light, the emotional junk. Clearing that, clearing that out. It's not just the physical. Like when you do that to a piece of property, yeah, it's to make it look prettier uh, visually. But this is this is like emotional work. You're talking about taking yeah. your property and and. Uh, your phys you, you you're talking about talking about you and and filling it with the thing that makes you light up uh, and and so that people can see that light coming through you not just physically. Right. I mean, it's both mind, body, and soul. Right. And then the staging part is mind, body, and soul mm -hmm. because when you do, you know, I say throw a fresh coat of paint. That can be exfoliating that can be you know whitening your teeth mm -hmm. that can be lightening or darkening your hair but what comes from all of that is just having a little pep in your step feeling really sexy feeling good in your skin connecting to your property what comes with that again is lighting because you're connected to your property and your lights are shining and mm -hmm. that is sexy in a property in a person that's attraction and and myself i need to attract people sometimes to not very attractive properties <laughs> right and i gotta get in there and i gotta rework it and i gotta rewrite the story maybe this thing has been hanging around for four years five years six years mm -hmm. and i gotta rewrite a story and people always say well how many people saw the property and i always thought that that was interesting because it's kind of like a listing of somebody who's single for a long long time right? Mm -hmm. What's the first question on a date? Well, why haven't you found anybody? Why are you still single? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Really? Well, you got to rewrite your own story. Mm -hmm. You got to be your best marketer. Know what like you're really good at and what your strengths are. And to say, you know what? I've been so busy 
with my own passions, with my own adventures, I really haven't prioritized that. Or whatever that is, Mm -hmm. that pitch has to be bang. There it is. You can't say, you know what? They had three cats, and it was so stinky and disgusting in here. These people are slobs. Right. We had to clean it. Right, 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 right. You don't have to be untruthful. You can rewrite the story to say, well, their focus, they weren't serious before. They weren't sure that this is what they really wanted. Sure. Now they are. Right now we have, you don't have to say now they've taken out the cash. <laughs> right, 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 right. The litter boxes are gone. The, 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 all the mess is gone. And now, now it's ready. Cause then you're like, well, but is the cat smell still in there? Yeah, I, I get, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do yeah. You, you find don't have to get into the negative. Do you find that this is a really jaded perspective? I mean, I, like I, I get it. I see the metaphor. I see how I, I actually see how beautiful it really is, but there's something like, you're taking these principles that are dealing with a high leverage sales environment and you're applying it to love. And I think we all have a perception that love is supposed to be a little bit more magical and less high leverage sales. Oh, I love that statement <laughs> because I equate that magical, mystical outlook to first time buyer syndrome. Okay. And, you know, here's, here's, here's delusion from a seller. Those who will not do my list, those who will not stage or paint or do anything. And they say, you know what? It just takes one. I I don't want to do anything. It's just let them handle it. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. A buyer will come. They'll be able to see beyond this. And sometimes when people are single, they say the same thing. I don't want to be who I'm not. I don't want to be who I'm not. So uh, if they can't say beyond this, then we weren't meant to be. And I think that that's delusional. And I think that with first-time buyers, like a first, like somebody, you know, just starting out at love, they're like, oh, no, I want to see it. And, like, I want this and I want that and I want this. Well, then wh- why is our divorce rate above 50%? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Because what are we looking for? We're looking for, like, oh, doesn't the house look so great on the outside? It's so beautiful. Like, that curb appeal, right. you know? For sure. And okay, maybe the lights are on. Do we, did we do the inspection? Did we go upstairs to the attic? Did we really test out the, furn- the furnace downstairs? Did we look through the boxes marked private? I'm not sure we did. We were so into being attached to that magical, mystical love should be this way that I think a lot of us are getting it wrong. I really do. And I think that if we approach it more pragmatic and saying, okay, here are the steps. I do need to get my life in order if I want to change. And you can apply all of these concepts to looking for a job or anything else that you want in life that is not in your life at this moment. Because when you are a, a real estate agent, you need to make it happen for someone else. They are coming to you with a dream and uh, a vision of how they want their life to be. And you got to get them from A to B and you got to really knock a lot of challenges, roadblocks that come into our way. So, um, you know, 
love and dating and the dance of attraction. It can be sexy as hell, but it's also worked. Yeah. So, you know, so is marriage. So let's not let's not have any, you know, misconceptions over that because that is false marketing. Um, you know, you, you bring up this idea uh, you, you bring up this idea of marriage, of staging the house and not wanting to leave it. I, I see a um, I see a, a big trend uh, in, in people, particularly on social media, where they break up and then they do all the things that you're talking about. And you and you wonder what if they had done this in their relationship? Could they could that relationship have been salvaged? If, you know, assuming, again, it's not an abusive relationship. Can we start to do some of these real estate uh, improvements on ourselves while we're in committed relationships in order to, like, like, like you said, in order to make it like when you stage your house and you realize you don't want to sell it? Like, how, how do we, oh my God. how can we apply that? That is, you asked the best questions. <laughs> oh my God. I love them because the whole concept of this is to connect to your own property. Okay, and so many people get into these relationships, and I think there's just too much weight put on the other person, right? He didn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. He didn't, you know, do these things that I wanted to do. Our life wasn't what I wanted it to be. And I say in Back on the Market, and it was super painful for me. When I left my marriage, there were things that I blamed my ex-husband on. You know, I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. We weren't, you know, there wasn't enough adventure in my life. And guess what? When we separated, those same things that I was unhappy about, Mm -hmm. they were still there. Right. Right. (laughs) I wasn't happy with me. Right. And I blamed it on him. Now, that's not the whole thing. That's, I, you know, I still think it was we weren't the right people for each other. But that aspect of our separation made me very, very sad that I had gotten it wrong. Mm-hmm. That was not his responsibility. That was my own. I needed to make my I should have been able to make my myself happy regardless. Right. When mm-hmm. we connect to ourselves, when we when we truly connect to ourselves there should be peace for us in any type of circumstance whether it's pandemic whether it's you know a a relationship that is going in a direction that you don't want i'm not saying your whole day should be peaceful but you should be able to steal away and and be at peace in moments with yourself that's the goal and it's a practice and I have to do it every single day. I have to connect to my own property every single day and prioritize that time and know, no, you know what? I can't go to dinner tonight with you because I'm feeling like my tank is running empty Mm -hmm. where otherwise I might've, I might've, you know, gone in new york someone's always asking you to do something right, right that's right. the fun of the city hey somebody just canceled i got tickets to you know hamilton that yeah. i would do <laughs> but you know you get these amazing you get these amazing invitations and you could be out 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 but i have you know twin boys and a full career and mm-hmm. a 
husband, you got to know when you got to stop and fill up your own tank, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what circumstance you're in. Do uh, you have kids? I do. I do have kids, and I, I think that's really accurate. I, it, being stuck at home with, with them during this time has been both amazing and incredibly difficult. There, it's, it's beautiful, and it's amazing to get to spend so much more time than we used to before. But it's also been incredibly hard to see them, you know, not be able to spend time with peers and to n- just never have a break. That's, you know, it's it, it, twice during this conversation. I've had a I've had a seven year old walk into the room and need something that I've had to just wave her away. So it's, oh, it's hard. she's seven. My guys are seven. Maybe yeah. we should maybe we should do an arranged marriage. Yeah, yeah sure. I got two <laughs> she can choose from. <laughs> don't like the first one. You can go on to the second one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely hard. And, and, um, uh, I, I, you know, interestingly enough, uh, uh, I think this is such a great time and, uh, for, for this kind of work to be done, a lot of people, I mean, the studies are there. A lot of people have, have done additions to their house and have rearranged their house because they spent so much more time in it than they were before the pandemic. And so they are, they, they see that they have different needs and different structure and, I need a different layout than they were using before. And I've also seen people who, you know, have found new hobbies in this. It's like it, it, the, the metaphor extends uh, in how in how we're behaving uh, right now. And I, I think that's that's really that's really powerful. It's super powerful. I think that this is such an interesting time because people, you know, the wool has been pulled off mm-hmm. and people things came up. For people during the pandemic, they couldn't sort of overwrite their schedule so they didn't have to check in mm-hmm. with themselves, right? We all sometimes, when things are bothering us, that was what I used to do. I used to just fill up my schedule. It's easy to do it in real estate. Mm-hmm. People want to see places, you know, from eight until eight, and then you're on the phone all night, and mm-hmm. then you go to sleep and you get up and you do it again. Right. So you can escape uh, life with work very, very easily. But the pandemic shut that down to an extent for a lot of us. At least we had more time because we weren't commuting. Mm -hmm. And we were faced with the people that weren't serving us, the stuff that wasn't serving us anymore, right? And I think that brought up a lot for a lot of people and we're now starting to re-enter the world with different goals. House pride is at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting because I think each and every one of us is re-entering, I hope, with a promise to ourselves that we won't lose ourselves like we did before. Right. Right? right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's that's the that's the thing that I've heard a lot of people say is I want to go back, I want to have life, normal life again, quote unquote. But I but I want to make sure that I'm I'm only engaging in the activities that actually bring me joy. And this has sort of been a uh, a cleansing experience, just kind of like what we were talking about before when you when you get rid of your junk to make your house look prettier. I think that's been like that for a lot of people's schedules. It's like, well, do I really need? two different trivia nights a week or, or do I, you know, or is that what I really want to do instead of, you know, doing my book club, like whatever those things are, I'm, I'm, I'm being very banal in my, in my, in my 
um, examples, but, but, yeah. but I, I think there's, but sometimes it comes down to that, yeah. right? You just felt like you had to say, yes, you were pressured, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel it, you know, going back in and, and feeling New York so busy. Mm-hmm. And when people say, Hey, you know, uh, there was a moment this afternoon, you know, right before this, where I thought, I think I can run to Balthazar and hit that birthday party. And I thought, <laughs> I'm going to be so tired mm-hmm. running down there and trying to fit that into 50 minutes when it's really 20 minutes each way. So I'm there for 10 minutes. Like, you know what? I love her, but I've got to say no here. And, mm-hmm. and it was hard for me, but I said, yeah. I got to take you out another time. I can't come to your birthday. I can't even come and wave. Because that's just going to be exhausting, right? It's and it's not really you're not actually investing in the person. You're just showing up to, sh- to for show up sake. And at a certain point, what what is the point of that, right? I mean, you're you're not really you're not really getting you're not really investing in the relationships. You're not actually working on the foundation in the way that that you should be. Let me ask you a question because I've noticed that this happened. Uh, the the I've, I've noticed a couple people have met people. Um, during the during quarantine where they were able to where they were able to get together and uh, and then they quarantined for like 14 days and they were actually able to meet and i, I have great relationships right now uh i've also noticed that home prices in my neighborhood at the very least have, have only gone up during this time uh mm-hmm. but yet but yet we sort of assume that everybody's locked down how how is that working how are people how are people still buying and selling homes how are people still meeting people and 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 what is it about the this time that has allowed them has allowed both of those markets to quote unquote thrive? Well, you know, here we are. And 15 years ago, we were, was it? No, I guess longer than that. I, when I first started in New York, I was on a DOS system, which meant everything was, there were no pictures, no floor plans. Everything was like EIK, eat in kitchen, SP, fireplace. And you kind of had to weed your way through the letters to figure out what the apartment was mm-hmm. like. Then, you know, revolution, we had pictures and floor plans. Mm-hmm. Then revolution again, we had videos, fast forward FaceTime, fast forward Zoom. So thank God the technology was there to connect us all. Right. And again, here we are, here we are back into that same lane which is, you know, real estate was sold the same way that people were meeting online. Mm-hmm. You, you know, there's a description and pictures and video. And if you're interested, you can hit live and we would take people through um, on, on FaceTime or Zoom, depending how many people wanted to be involved. One of my first sales out of lockdown was in one of the the top buildings downtown that I'm lucky enough to to live in at the moment 150 Charles in the West Village and we sold an apartment two weeks out of lockdown to an American that was over in Hong Kong that knew the you know the West Village and wanted to invest in New York mm-hmm. so um, that was able to be done and again you know friends I know friends they got on, they, they read somebody's profile or they connect because they're a friend of a friend. And someone said at a class reunion, we were all 
connecting and bonding with people that we hadn't talked to in a really long time, birthday parties, virtual birthday parties. Mm -hmm. And so people were still getting fixed up. Oh, my God, Brian, you need to meet (laughs) Lisa. Right. Oh right. my God, you guys need to connect. I'm, you know what? I'm connecting you right now. I'm connecting you on text. Yeah. And then, you know, chatting. And if the chat goes well, you know, let's FaceTime. I want right. to show you what you can. I want to see that house of yours. Show me your house. Right. Right. Show me your right. kids. Show me your dog. Show me your puppy. Whatever it is. And then that builds. And what's really cool about that is the old school concept of meeting someone. I'm not knocking it because I've had my fair share of fun, fun times, you know, at restaurants and bars and I love my margaritas and my tequila, but Mm -hmm. it's not a great way. You know, you don't do that when you're job hunting, right? You know, you don't go drinking and, and look at a house in, in very dim light, right. Um, at night, (laughs) <laughs> right. When your senses are dimmed and you can't even really see and right. there's loud music. Right. Yet that was the acceptable, appropriate channel of meeting someone, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You'd met, maybe it was a friend of a friend. Maybe you don't know who they are, but a bar, restaurant, club type of meeting where now, you know, maybe on the third date, you might both grab a glass of wine. But mostly, people are talking and connecting, and they're sober. Mm-hmm. Uh, their senses are alive, and that's a better way to connect and and kind of be sort of taking it all in. Right. I mean, it, what we think of as sort of a, a vapid meat market is actually a much more... Um is actually a much better and and kind of more uh, logical way of of finding uh, overlap and finding um, uh, finding connection. Right, because you can put in your channels. I'm looking for a two bedroom. Right. I'd like some outside space. I'd like a big deck. Um, I want a fireplace, and I love to cook, so I want a big kitchen. And same with a guy or, or, you know, a guy with a girl. I'd like somebody athletic. I want somebody who loves to travel. I want, you know, somebody who is a lifelong learner. Right. Well, you can, like, you know, at least sort and search for that. Mm-hmm. Whether their picture is going to match the product, well, we've all seen that home that looked amazing online and gotten there. And like, right. this is not... 2,000 square feet. This is 500 on a good day. That <laughs> right, angle right. must have been, you know, and that's so funny, right? In real estate, you want a wide angle, and in dating, you want the skinny filter. Right, Wait, but <laughs> but but the but the metaphor is there, right? Like you, you, if you take the wide angle lens of this kitchen and you make it look like it's this huge chef's kitchen, and then they get there and it's not, you know, people are going to be disappointed. They're not going to actually buy the house. And if you, if you present, you're talking about presenting like the best version of yourself, the cleanest version of yourself and doing the work to make yourself as presentable as possible, both emotionally, physically, spiritually. Uh, it's the same thing. Like if they get in person and it's not what it looked like online, you know, it's a, it's a lose, lose. Everybody's gonna feel like they got, like they wasted their time. You're yeah. You're wasting your own time on that for sure. Authenticity leads the road here. And I always like to give the medicine first, um, not, you know, not the first sentence out of my mouth, but I like to get it in there within, you know, the first three minutes of a showing. I like to kind of say, 
whatever it is that we're dealing with. You know, you're going to notice that the second bedroom doesn't have a view, but my God, look at this living room. Isn't Mm. that view amazing? Right. And then it's done, right? You've already kind of warned them. And then when they get there, it doesn't doesn't feel like they discovered something bad. Exactly. It's just out there. Um, So whatever it is, it's better to, it's better to just get it out and be honest Mm -hmm. and authentic about it. Right. Totally. Totally. All right. Well, the book is, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's back on the market, a realtor's guide to love and life. I think this metaphor is so unbelievably apt and, uh, and powerful, especially right now. Like I just, uh, the more we dive into it, the more it, the more its central premise, uh, intrigues me. And I, and again, link to where you can buy that book are, is in the show notes. So you guys can get that and, and, and go through this yourself. Uh, Holly Parker, two last questions that I asked him to everybody. First and foremost, where can people follow up with you aside from buying the book? Aside from buying the book, you can follow me at Holly Parker underscore NYC, or you can go to my website, hollyparker.com. And would love to hear from you guys. It's a, it's a proven record, 15 years in the top 10 people and uh, number one or two, the last five years. And the story, right, back on the market, I get naked in that book. I get vulnerable mm. in that book. I tell you everything I did wrong. So, and I did it. I really sacrificed um, a lot of myself, my, my pride. Right. <laughs> My pride and my privacy. That's my movie. Pride yeah. and privacy <laughs> Not- <laughs> down the chute in this to give people the roadmap of mm. this is how I did it. This is how my life got blown up into a million pieces. I contributed to that. And this was my road to finding my dream house, my dream man, and um, my dream life. Mm. And so I, I wrote it as tribute to kind of myself back then because mm-hmm. I really needed a book like this um, to help me out of that dark space. And I wrote it before the pandemic, but my God, does it apply to right now? I yeah. kept reading my own books. Right <laughs> I'm like, what did I say? What did I say in here? Cause I need it now. <laughs> well, you know, one of the interesting things about this metaphor too, like it, you talk about getting raw and exposed and, and, and a home inspection where they crawl under the foundation and they take a picture of all this stuff. You know, you're going to see problems you didn't even know you had. You, you've been living in a house feeling fine. And they're like, well, you know, you've got this rot and this way. You're like, wait, rot? What are you talking about? There have been no problems. Like, what, 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 are we, what are we even dealing with? But you look at it more closely and you see like, oh, yeah, that's something that, that could be worked on. And before you sell it, you got to do that. And a good real estate agent sometimes will have an inspector come in and do an inspection before you get an official you know, escrow inspection so that you know what, to, what, what you should probably fix so that you don't get surprises once you're in escrow. So this is like exactly. that. This is letting you do that exactly. home inspection before you're in escrow. To really, Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. That's, that's what it is. And, and I say there's a, there's a thin line between hope and delusion. Yeah. We can spot the, you know the flea on somebody else's shoulder, but we can't spot the elephant on ours. Mm-hmm. It's all humans. We all do it. Mm-hmm. And so we really do need to do that deep dive inspection and be honest, you know, where are my cracks in my foundation? Because 
I think I could live a much better life. I could build a better life if I had a solid foundation. Right. Right. It's true. Uh, One last question, and I ask it to everybody. What is one thing we can all start doing today that will make our lives a whole lot better? I'm a big meditator. I I say that um, being an optimist is a practice. It's it's not a a mindset for most of us. It's a practice. Right. I take, even on my busiest day, I take five minutes in the morning. When I'm lying down in my bed, I turn my meditation music on. I put it on my phone right on my chest, so it really brings me into the moment. Mm. I have my gratitude prayer. I do my manifesting. I vision what I want, where I'm going, and then I really give myself at least a couple of minutes of kind of being in that space. This morning I was in the most amazing forest with birds and sunlight and smells. And I could feel kind of, I'm, I'm in the middle of a move in New York and, and I'm so I'm stressed out and I could feel that stress just lift off of me. And, mm. and I thought, this is so cool. This really works. It's so <laughs> awesome. Lots of research to support that idea of, of getting quiet, of just allowing your subconscious mind some space like that and, and how beneficial that is. So, um, Holly Parker, just what an amazing, uh, amazing conversation. Thank you so much for bringing this to us. And, um, uh, we really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for our show today. If you like the show, please rate, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Helps us out a lot. My name is Gib Gerard. You can follow me at, at Gib Gerard on Instagram and Twitter or Facebook.com slash Gib Gerard. John is at Facebook.com slash John Tesh. We go live there a few times a week. Great place to connect with us. We try to respond to every comment, uh, every DM about the show, because ultimately we do the show for you guys. So thank you so much for listening.